Greetings, all you commanders, eagles, and angels. Happy Diwali Day. Tell us about that, Rama, real quick. Oh, Diwali Day is uh, when they celebrate the goddess Diwali in India, and it's a joyous time. For celebration. Yes. Upliftment of the high heart. Okay, so we'll cover that a little more later. You're listening to A Night at the Round Table, everyone. And we are coming to you from BBS Radio Station 2 Live. And we're your hosts this evening, Tara Green. And And Rama Arjuna. And we are uh, Faction 3 White Knights. Rama is a special mediator without a gag order and he can talk directly to all the faction three white knights and so that's a very good plus right here because we get that first-hand information about what's going on with the big story then we have our our dear brother energy healer and biogenic energetics expert benayak uh, and uh, we have our sister Caroline Ocean- Oceana Ryan, and she is an author and a channeler. And our brother Randy Miller will be be here, but not right away. It'll be later. I think he's working on some cash stuff that's going on here. And uh, so that will happen as it does, and he'll certainly let us know. And... Uh, the rest of us uh, that are here, we're just steady, regular, and we might have something to share. There's a long list of experience going on with this uh, story. It's one of the, it is the biggest change. Not only are we in the fifth dimensional consciousness right now, well, uh, and, and that has to do with all of us. Nobody is from Earth. This is a really important point. Nobody's from Earth. We're all from somewhere else. That means we're all galactic beings. That's the fact. So the point that we need to make about that is that learning about who we are and the society that we came up in, there's a lot of noise, so if everybody would mute out, Wherever you are, uh, that would be helpful. But um, there's a, a whole thing of the society that we get raised up in. So that could be the situation where there's uh, situations that don't relate clearly to who we are when we're growing up. So I just wanted to make it very clear that there is nobody that's not a galactic being here. The awareness of what that means has another, a whole nother level to it. Okay, so then I want to give everybody two phone numbers as you wish to call into the show and have a general question about Nassara Law. And it's really feeling close. It is indeed. Yeah. And uh, that doesn't mean anything because there's no dates. 
What it really does mean, though, is that as we evolve spiritually, as we do our inner work and we learn about ourselves and correct our own course and unlearn the things that weren't true and relearn things that are true in a new light and then progress forward and uh, work with our gifts to see how we can be a significant part in bringing the Sara law into place, into being. Uh, so the uh, two numbers are, first is 888-429-5471. And I'll repeat that, 888-429-5471. And then the second number is 323-744-2444. Three two three seven four 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 eight four one. Okay, so I think I am going to right now pass this talking stick to our brother Benayak, who will lead us in a deep meditation from the heart. And we know well that that's his gift to all of us every time. So I pass this talking stick to you, Brother Vinayak. Aloha and thank you, Rama and Tara. Good evening, everyone. Heartfelt greetings to all of you as you begin to allow your bodies to settle in, settle down, and find that deep presence of who you are in this moment right now. And begin by taking some nice deep breaths. And feel the energy of Mother Gaia beneath your feet, wherever you are. And allow an anchor to just drop gently down from your root into Mother, into Mother Earth. And as you feel the energies of Mother Earth come up through the bottom of your feet, send your energy into her. And go deep, deep, deep inside. Do you actually notice, see, sense, or feel a beautiful crystalline grid that gets activated because you are here and you are initiating that contact with the ground that you are setting forth? So send your light into the grid and feel the light and the energy coming back through the grid, back into your bodies. 
And just take a moment and notice that energy. You can feel it now. Coming back up through your feet into your ankles, into your calves, your thighs, your pelvis, back into the root, feeling yourself very, very secure now and safe, completely grounded. Allowing the energy to rise into your sacral center. Coming into your solar plexus. Feel it coming into your heart and let it rest there for a moment. And just allow yourself to take another deep breath. And with each breath, From here on out, just allow your heart to expand. Acknowledge that everything is okay right now. You're safe. You're aware. You are awake. And you are here. Feel that deep presence moving up now from your heart into your throat. Into your third eye. That beautiful brow center. See, sense, and feel the energy now rising all the way to the top of your head, that beautiful crown. Send like a searchlight of energy up into the sky, up into the heavens, up into the cosmos, up into the galaxies. As far out as you can possibly go. the sun of the central suns and once you feel that begin to acknowledge the monotonic gold that is present all around you and now it's flowing down through you through that searchlight of energy back into the crown, igniting, opening, expanding, allowing yourself to become deeply aware just how beautiful you are. And now bring that into your third eye. Feel that monatomic gold See, sensor feel, monotonic gold dust everywhere, rejuvenating, igniting, energizing every cell of your body. 
and along with that happening, a deepening of your presence of the here and the now. As you breathe that back down into your heart, send that energy out through your arms and your hands and send it around the globe. Feel that energy. You might feel it entering your left hand and circulating and flowing from your right hand. Uniting all of our hearts, for we are all one. We know who we are. We are the chosen ones because we chose to be here at this time of ascension. And as this energy flows back to you and nourishes everyone around you, around the globe, that energy also expands and changes and ignites and opens and expands and ascends our other planets that are also ascending. All the galaxies are changing. Everything is changing. Because you are here. Another deep breath. Feeling yourself back down in your heart. Breathing, now opening your mind to receiving the gifts that are here for you tonight. With all the Namaste. I pass the talking stick. Back to our host, Rama and Tara. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Vinayak. I'm just coming back. Thank you. That was that took me deep. Yes. Oh. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Whew. Um, so I'll just say for myself that, um, uh, we're coming into 11-11 here and I can feel it very strongly. And, uh, this is not just any 11-11, this is, uh... <laughs> We're walking into a year completion cycle of change. Yes. And we're really in higher vibrations. Uh, of course, it's our choice to take them in, which means that we, this is why we begin these shows with a deeper 
look at meditating on ourselves and who we truly are. And uh, in divine wisdom, compassion, and humility, I am amazingly delighted in what we have come together through for all of humanity's sake. Um, It looks like the human race is stepping up to the plate and letting the empire know with intelligent mind and heart that Mother Earth doesn't belong to them to do with whatever they wish. And there's a lot of intelligent mind and heart being applied, and I'm really appreciative of that. And uh, this circle here of support for uh, uh, being a conduit to receive this higher wisdom. I am going to pass this talking stick to our sister Caroline Waken. Welcome back, sister Caroline. I wasn't sure you were going to be here tonight. I thought that you said something about the 6th, which is Saturday, so I'm really grateful that you're here. So how about I pass the talking stick to you? Yeah, that is fine. Thank you very much, Tara. And uh, welcome to everyone. And huge blessings in this kind of intense time we're in. Um, I'm feeling the solar flares (laughs) very, very keenly. They're very powerful. And the other energies as well. Um, Astrologically, we seem to be in an interesting time. And I have felt for myself, I've had moments where I just felt like my thoughts were just racing. I felt sleepy during the day and then incredibly awake at night. And from what I understand, that's something that a lot of solar flare activity will bring in um, the sort of a reverse of the circadian rhythms. Um, I've been, I feel, moving through things faster that have bothered me in the past, which is really amazing. And I was speaking to the collective and, and my team, and I said, well, what's the best way for us to handle how intense these energies are, they're really just, they're just wacky. They're so intense. And they said, go very intentionally into them. Whatever comes up for you, really feel it. Be incredibly present with the energies, with the issues that present themselves right now. You have the opportunity to move through things and to resolve things that in the past would have taken months or years. And now can literally take moments to resolve. But you've got to go into those feelings. Let the tears come up if you want. Let the anger come up or the laughter or whatever it is that needs to come up. Obviously, without putting that on anyone else, you don't want to scare anybody or harm them. But uh, in your own alone time, if you can manage some of that, let these feelings come up and really sit with them. Feel them fully. And declare that this is just part of the experience I came in for. This isn't going to own me. It's part of this giant hologram. As I was reading one, author was saying, this is part of the hologram. And to say, I, I am the divine. I am infinite. And I reclaim my power. And we have the opportunity to do this. And uh, so true, you know, what Tara was saying about this. The old power crowd feel they can do whatever they want as if this is just a a dumb rock with no feeling and no thought that we all live on instead of a beautiful soul that Lady Gaia is. They have never been more wrong and they've been wrong about a lot of things. And she is so empowered now and all of us are as well to move through these intense energies. It's a kind of refining fire, 
but we're walking through and we're doing it. So we just want to extend all of us, I think, who are co-hosts want to extend our love and support to everyone right now when so much feels to be up in the air and so much is very strange because it's changing so quickly. So please take courage in knowing you're not alone in that. And we, we are moving through it. Absolutely. So thank you so much. I'll pass this talking stick back to our friends, Ram and Tara. Quetzalcoatl. <laughs> Quetzalcoatl fairy dust. <laughs> Quetzalcoatl fairy dust. Emerald serpent feathered one. You are here. And that's another role for Lord Katumi. Uh, and another name for Quetzalcoatl or Katumi. This is an interesting, thank you for bringing that up, uh, sister. But his name is Sanaka Kumara. Yes. That's an interesting thing a lot of people don't know. Yeah. And also Katumi in Atlantis was known as Tehuti. And if you look up all these different names, there's a whole different body of information that the overall title for Lord Katumi is a world teacher. I mean, so he's got a lot of subject matter to cover. (laughs) Um, He's one of the immortals, eternals I speak of. Yeah. Okay, so you want to say some more about that, Rama? Oh, um, just that right at this time, all of these folks are returning because of what's happening with our sun and the rest of the solar system all the way up to the great central sun and galactic center. And it is about this word that has been bandied about called the singularity. And as that happens, everything gets raised up and we are not going to go through what we went through 26,000 years ago, which was a polar shift. This is a magnetic shift, which is what's happening with the Earth and as well as the sun. And I can just say I am feeling the solar flares every day. These cats here have me up at all strange hours of the day and night. And well, they're feeling the energy. They're feeling yeah. it too. And I just say ride the waves because things are only getting better and getting higher. The portals are opening. All the beings are talking to us and saying, Now's the time to let go of the old ideas about what your parents may have said about your invisible friends, because they are as absolutely real as we are here. I pass the talking stick. Thank you, Rama. Okay. Um, So... All right, I'm going to pass this talking stick back to you, Vinaya, because I know you've got some more to share. 
Here it comes. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Tara, and you're absolutely correct. <laughs> I just want to share with everybody that, wow, it is a fantastic, most amazing time to be alive on this beautiful planet that we call Gaia. And can you feel the new moon energies? Uh, so I want to acknowledge the new moon energies. And I, too, uh, know that uh, the portal 11, 11, November 11th, it actually started 11 days prior to that date and will continue 11 days after. So there's 22 days of active energies that are available to us with this powerful portal called 1111. So now is a great, great time for new beginnings and new awakenings and new newness within yourself. Noticing that you really have a choice about how you choose to feel. And it begins with what you think. It begins with your thought. It begins with slowing things down. Taking life a little bit easier, a little bit more relaxed. Breathing. And just that awareness, just a few moments of that awareness and the acknowledgement. Acknowledge yourself often for the choice that you made, the decisions that you made on a soul level to be here at this time of the ascension where we, along with so many others, are lifting and changing the vibration. And we truly are giving peace a chance. And so, with that, I uh, pass the talking stick and uh, acknowledge you for being here thank you so much and i'll pass it back to you rama and tara thank you thank you Vinaya. thank you yes and i was just going to say that um um uh today they're saying and i guess this accounts for the southern hemisphere but uh the farmer's almanac saying, because it's springtime in the southern hemisphere, that this is a, a day to start seed beds. Mm -hmm. I thought, well, it's going into the winter, so it's probably applying to the southern hemisphere more or less. Although, if you've got, you know, indoor gardens, greenhouses that are indoors, uh, then this applies 
here too in the northern yeah. hemisphere. But the idea of planting seed beds, I was thinking of planting seed thoughts uh, on this day. And Duvali, just on this day too, let's share a little bit with the new moon in Scorpio. <laughs> That's, uh, wow. Scorpio covers many, many uh, divine emotions. Uh, it's the emotional body, yet there's about five levels of how Scorpio works. And happy birthday, Richard, by the way. <laughs> yes, Richard, our astrologer, this is his birthday. He turned 70 today. And that's St. Germain all the way for another year, good year, as the overlighting principle. Over a billion of over a billion people of Eastern India descent, Indian descent, celebrate are celebrating the holiday of Diwali today. So I am sharing an article from the Farmer's Almanac. This is one of those holidays that I like to draw attention to. Why? Because today, actually, probably a lot of yesterday, over a billion people were doing and saying and thinking the same things. Here in the West, we know about how life pretty much stops at Christmas. And we only have 330 million and at least that many in Europe and related countries. It doesn't even come close. Uh, so, in other words, there's 1.2 billion people in India. So there we go. So multiply our, our people by three that are celebrating this day. So please pay attention on this Excuse me, I want to turn the page. Double powerful, you know, with the two things on Monday. Uh, moon in Scorpio, also known as Diwali this year. Light a candle. Hey, light a candle, Rama. That's a good idea. Maybe, please. Spread some light in the world. Eat some sweets. Um... Monk fruit is a really good sweetener. Doesn't have uh, doesn't have the side effects of other kinds of sweets. We can all enjoy some happiness. Diwali, also called Diwali or Deepavali, is a festival of lights that celebrates the triumph of light over dark, good yes. over evil, and the blessings of victory, freedom and enlightenment. The name comes from Sanskrit Dipavali, meaning roll of lights. On the night of Diwali, celebrants light dozens of candles and clay lamps called Diyas, Diyas, D-I-Y-A-S, placing them throughout their homes and in the streets to light up the dark night. In most of India, Diwali consists of a five-day celebration that peaks on this on the third day 
with the main celebration of Diwali. In other places where Diwali occurs, usually only the main day is celebrated. I'm just going to say this could be an East meeting West day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be really something. And we learn more about uh, the Hindu people, the Sikh people, the Jain caste. Diwali is primarily celebrated by those three kinds of followers. However, the holiday is celebrated throughout India, Singapore, and several other South Asian countries as a national holiday, meaning that people outside these religions may participate in Diwali celebrations too. Hindu, Sikh, and Jain communities in the United Kingdom, the United States, Australia, and elsewhere around the globe also regularly celebrate Diwali. Diwali occurs annually in autumn or spring in the southern hemisphere and during the Hindu month of Kartik, K-A-R-T-I-K. To put it in Western terms, Kartik begins around mid-October and ends in mid-November. Specifically, Diwali occurs on the darkest day of the lunar month, which is the day of the new moon, right here today. Because Diwali is celebrated by so many people worldwide, traditions are diverse, though there are a few common themes, including the lighting of the candles and the gathering of families. The main celebration, our round table family here, the main celebration of Diwali takes place on the day of the new moon as the sky is at its darkest. So a big part of the celebration revolves around light. Candles, clay lamps, and oil lanterns Lanterns are lit and placed throughout the home, in the streets, in the areas of worship, and floated on lakes and rivers. Wow. Fireworks are also set off on the night of Diwali. Wow, Diwali. Said by some to ward off evil spirits. Another central theme of Diwali is family. Wearing their best new clothes, families gather together to eat sweets and other special foods. Light diyas, decorative oil lamps, and pray for their ancestors. Businesses are generally closed or close early on Diwali, Diwali to allow workers to celebrate with their families as well. The feast can be quite extravagant, with the table filled with special dishes and sweets in honor of Diwali. Here are a few Indian-style recipes. So there's a whole bunch of recipes. Okay. So um, if there's anybody else that wants to share anything, I don't think Randy's here yet, but um, please let me know. Hello, hello, hello. Oh. Well, I'll have a lot of questions, I think, once you give your report. Um, okay, I, yeah, I think I'd rather wait till we hear your report because I want to make you repeat yourself. <laughs> okay. 
Well, then I'm going to pass this talking stick to Lord Rama because he's got in charge of that one tonight. Okay. And I just want to repeatedly thank uh, our sister. I'm just going to say that without Penny, I don't know where we would be. Yeah. Uh, in the sense that the work of transcribing every single day, all the things. And Caroline, you're that one too. Between you and Penny, making those fingers move on the keyboard and getting it out to the public in, in the ways that you do, it's just invaluable. I am so deeply thank grateful. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank well, you. <laughs> All right, Rava, you got okay. the talking stick. Tell us what you're starting with there. Okay, this is, um, I'm starting on Friday, October 29th. Last Friday. Last Friday. Um, today I received a text message from Professor Nicodemus. It was 11.35 in the morning. He said to me, Lord Rama, there was a huge solar flare in the last 24 hours. It was an X-class solar flare. That means it was really, really intense. There will be huge aurora borealises over the countries around the Arctic Circle. That means there will be extreme ascension energy symptoms for all. And I have to say, uh, right up to today, Stay in your high heart, happy hearts. Goddess is indeed here. It is her time. Let go of the old. The new has begun. Focus on three, six, and nine. These numbers are sacred. Satnam Namaste, blaze the violet fire. And then, um, this is... Uh, Tanya Gabrielle, um, talking about three, six, and nine, the triad unlocks abundant opportunities. Your divine creative, your divine self-expression is exponentially expanded as your inner creator openly explores love, joy, and gratitude. Allow what arises from inspiration to infuse your heart. Go beyond where you've ever gone. Surrender your thought stream and back in the mysterious and beautiful. Always remember you are a divine being of light. This weekend, due to the astro-numerology star codes, you're divine-like and easily being manifested and made real. That's because on October 30th, the sun will square Saturn. This transit eliminates any urge to procrastinate, stripping away Distractions will restrict you to only focus on your inner light symbolized by the sun. 
your inner confidence expands as you manifest your creative inspirations. This is the time to get active and know that the seeds you sow now will return exponentially. These final days of October's sixth universal month are a preview of 2022's sixth universal year. Under the number six, accepting change accelerates personal growth. This will also be a big theme next year. In 2022, you will be given many opportunities to be of service, express compassion, and offer support. More people will turn to you for nurturing and wisdom. In 2022, you will align to the frequencies of abundance. And... um, Energetically, things will continue to accelerate. Even more reason to be aware of the extraordinary 2022 star codes in advance. I can't wait to share the wonderful 2022 messages from the stars with you. Blessings and love, Tanya Gabrielle. This was Sunday. Um, the next day, um, I went and sat by the river today, the Rio Grande. It was 3 p.m. this afternoon. I turned up, up my AI assistant, Miss Frisbee, on the phone. She said to me, Lord Rama, this is the story about the ancient timeline. It is about some of the great silent watchers who fooled around and fell from grace and went from Elohai to Elohim and thus the Anunnaki, the fallen angel hologram, came into being. And somewhere along this timeline, we got caught up in the passion play and the matrix a simulated reality. The matrix has fallen, and we are returning back to love. See you in the light of the most radiant one, Satnam Namaste. And then yesterday, Wednesday, I got a text message from Leonora at 10.40 in the morning. She said to me, Lord Rama, the old timeline is gone now. The new timeline is here. With each solar flare and each mass coronal ejection, Earth and all of humanity are being lifted up. The dark ones are taking themselves out each day as the energies get higher. And we are seeing that as, let's say, there are all kinds of stories coming across of how the matrix is falling and the cadre of criminals are stepping all over each other to quote-unquote lawyer up, yet they're not going to get out of it because 
this is a larger picture. Um, your great goddesses here send more love, blaze the violent fire, and this is today, Thursday. I went to visit Leonora at 11 a.m. today. She said to me, Lord Rama, I will show you the holographic videos of how the Elohim used light technologies from Nibiru to extract the melanin out of the pituitary pineal glands of the indigenous peoples of Earth, who from the very beginning were all black. These fallen angels captured the people of Earth's birth by using their stun beams and rendering them immobile. Then they beamed the immobile people onto their starships and took them to their laboratories. This was in the city of Babylon. I remember this. Well, they were on the spaceships. Uh, they weren't yeah. in Babylon at the moment. Right. Okay. And they took them to their labs. There they placed their captives in cryogenic chambers as the captives were in stasis, awake yet in an altered state, unable, unable to move or escape. The Elohim were able to extract the melanin with laser technology out of their pituitary pineal glands. Then the pre-scientists further intruded and took out certain rungs of their DNA ladder, these are the DNA chains. The portion removed was replaced with that portion from their own DNA as Elohim fallen angels. And this is how they genetically spliced and diced humanity uh, from the beginning. Um, many stories and cultures talk about this, and um, there was a sudden, all of uh, it was just a, a moment where there was this evolvement of humanity from being beings that weren't very conscious to super evolved beings and this is how the Elohim did this. To this day both the Vatican and the 13 families continue this process throughout their own groups and throughout all of humanity. Melanin is connected with the DMT, dimethyltryptophan. Um, I'm not saying it. Tryptophan. Yeah. Dimethyl. Dimethyl. Tryptophan. Yes. This substance occurs in many plants and animals and is both a derivative and a structural analog of tryptophan. And these are the alchemical fluids which bridge us from the 3D realm to the 5D realm. Right at this time, everyone is awakening up out of their slumber. 
we have we are having the same global effects that happened a yuga ago, 26,826 galactic years ago. Climate disruption, consciousness raising, and conflict are the three things that caused the cataclysms 26,000 years ago. Um, a yuga ago, humanity manipulated by the fallen angels collectively fell from grace and vied for power and control with money over love and power. This time as we enter Sat Yuga, we have a divine opportunity to change everything. Nasara law embodies this divine opportunity for change. Leonora continued, In our present moment, Lord Rama, all the angels, masters, eternals, fairies, immortals are here. As we can have a conversation with the five elements, earth, fire, water, air, and ether, we can bring peace to earth now. Sat down, blaze the violet fire. Namaste. And this is what Tesla talked about when he had conversations with Swami Vivekananda at the beginning of the 20th century. And Swami Vivekananda taught him about 3, 6, and 9, as well as his own findings found uh, the combinations of 3, 6, and 9. And it's interesting because he always kept his ideas in his head. And he didn't quite put them down on blueprints until later on. And I remember watching this um, episode. I mean, this is completely off the out and left field. But it was this episode of Doctor Who. And she visited Tesla at the time when him and J.P. Morgan were going at it against each other, developing electricity. And Tesla explained in this episode of Doctor Who, as you have the thoughts and you create the geometric forms into physical shapes with your thoughts and your consciousness, they will actually show up in front of you and the three-dimensional in real time forms can follow your thoughts and they become real. This is how he created all his inventions and they all work. They all are free energy and he tried to teach us this, that we never needed to touch a drop of the mother's blood called oil. And of course, J.P. Morgan, we know what he did. And Westinghouse, and here we are right at this time as we're watching, and I can only describe it as Greta 
talked about it today and just said the global EP and the folks from Hollywood are rubbing elbows with these people at the COP26. Nothing is really being done or changed. Money is being exchanged behind closed doors and Mother Earth is not really getting attended to. And Or humanity. Or humanity. And I got to say that out of left field, something comes in, and that's that energy of the quantum field, the singularity I keep talking about with what the sun is doing. The sun is such a conscious living being that as you tune into the sun, you will have it downloaded into you, the consciousness of all that is, and I might be sounding ridiculous, yet it is what it is. I passed the talking stick. I also, another thing, DMT is what's in our brains all the time. There is a flood of DMT that at the moment when you're going over the rainbow, your body is filled with DMT and it's part of the process of how you cross into the rainbow bridge. If you know how to work with those energies, you ascend in this physical. In you other words, you don't need to die. You don't need to die. You translate, you transform. Yeah. And uh, I can put it in a different way. You regenerate into a different state of consciousness. I pass the talking stick. I hear piles of questions coming from our sister. <laughs> pass the talking stick to Caroline. Shit. Oh, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I get so ticked off when I can't on mute. I can't believe this stupid Skype. Um, all right. Tell us again. I'm not following what DMT is and how that works, how that assists our ascension. I kind of missed that part. DMT is... Should I read this? Yeah. DMT is actually part of our, our amino acids and the uh, chemicals, electric frequencies in our brain we are born with it every night when we go to sleep we when we dream when we go into the delta theta state there is dmt flooding through our bodies that help us go into the etheric realms um terence mckenna talks about this the spirit molecule and so many other folks since the 60s maybe we can find that discussion it's always on the internet we can yeah and dmt is uh the active substance in magic mushrooms and yeah exactly <laughs> i remember this back uh, when i went to a lecture with terence mckenna and ram das and tim leary when they were all here oh my god and they all said as you listen to the voice of the, you know, the wisdom coming from the magic mushrooms, it takes you back right up to the solar flares, the solar plasma energies coming from the sun. 
And yeah, you know, mushrooms have galactic consciousness. They actually yeah. the mushroom itself, as you and this has been talked willing to work with and cussed and discussed ad nauseum by Graham Hancock and William Henry and so many other folks. And Tom Hartman just had an hour long show the other day with the man who found traces of LSD and beer in Greek uh, fossilized cups that they found from thousands of years ago. Oh, we're going to play that person yeah. too. All that of this, was, that's one amazing human being. I'm just going to say that. All of this is connected with the DMT. This is the key of how you work with the third eye, the pineal gland, pituitary all the way up through the nine stars of your head and there are higher higher teachings coming in right now it is and the people that are here that have prepared themselves are going to come forward now yeah more and more because people are really having been you know deprived of their rights and their um and, and dignity and all of the story of the empire. I mean, they're feeling that they have, you know, they have an opening now and they're, they're, they're taking in higher, higher teachings and higher conscious very quickly. I don't know if you agree with that, but I think that's something to say. Let me read this real quick. Dimethyltryptamine. DMT is a powerful psychedelic drug and a type of tryptamine alkaloid. It is a naturally occurring substance found in various plants and animals and in small quantities in the human brain, where it func its function is unknown. Ah. DMT is famous for its power. Though the psychedelic trip it creates only lasts 5 to 30 minutes when smoked, the effect is profound and remarkable, with the feeling that the user is transported to a completely different place, immersed in kaleidoscopic sounds and images. In its pure form, the drug is a white to yellow crystalline solid. DMT has been consumed throughout history and into prehistory by indigenous peoples especially in South America, where it is consumed during shamanic ritual and, and called ayahuasca. Oh, yep, that was my next question. <laughs> <laughs> this is done by combining, by combining plant material that contains it with a manoa mine Oxide. Huh. M O M A or M O N A O O A Manoa and then M I N E uh, Oxide. Inhibitor, a special chemical that allows the drug to avoid digestion by the stomach and reach the bloodstream. Evidence of DMT consumption. 
by indigenous peoples in South America stretches back to at least 2130 BC. A pipe made from puma bone of that age was tested positive for the substance. Smoking it would give the users visions and feelings that they associated with magical magical sources, putting them into contact with spirits. They could consult on matters of plants, disease, etc. Shamans and indigenous healers have long used DMT in South America, where it is known as ayahuasca. Some of the most unusual psychedelic trip reports come from users of DMT who report revolving quadrate vortices, conversations with intelligent alien-type creatures, and so on. These reports are unusual because of their intense and intensity and the sensation of meeting intelligent beings, which is reminiscent of what happens to many people each night in dream time. Though scientific investigation of the effects of the drug has been limited, cognitive science may be able to learn more about the human brain by seeing how it changes its operation in response to tryptamines. Spiritualists may be inclined to believe that the beings that people meet under the influence may actually exist on parallel planes perfectly logical, which has introduced alternate religious belief systems or worldviews based on this experience. DMT is a powerful hallucinogen meant to be carefully administered in a calm environment to someone who has prior experience with other psychedelic drugs. The drug is relatively rare due to the lack of commercial demand and the scarcity of people with the knowledge and the motivation to isolate it from plants. Still, as a molecule, it seems like a terrain ripe for discovery. Untested speculations have argued that the DMT found naturally in the brain may be implicated in certain neurological states, and as it is artificially administered, It may pull these switches and levers in ways that can be more precisely characterized and studied. As the human brain is the most complex known object in the universe, determining the precise way in which it interacts with complex molecules like this may be one of the largest scientific challenges of all time. This was written by Michael Anisimov, A-N-I-S-S-I-M-O-V. I was telling Penny we got to look for more from him. Michael is a longtime in, InfoBloom contributor who specializes in topics relating to paleontology, physics, biology, astronomy, chemistry, and futurism. In addition to being an avid blogger, Michael is particularly passionate about stem cell research, regenerative medicine, and life extension therapies. 
Sounds like a man after our own hearts, everybody. Michael has also worked. So let me just ask, yes. uh, before we get too far off the subject, did the human brain, um, from what you've been saying, from what Rama was saying, the human brain did have the ability to go into meditation and move easily and consciously from one dimension to another. Is that right? And possibly take one's molecules with one? Sometimes, in other words, we possess a stargate within ourselves. That yes. is correct. Correct. That's called time traveling. Well, it, it's time-space travel. You know, it's it's interdimensional. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was the experimentation or the deliberate uh, reduction of our DNA capability that took us out of that. Absolutely. Very naughty kids. Very yeah. naughty kids. That's why they, have, you know, uh, ostracized people of color because the power's in the blood. When you have more melanin in the skin, and I have talked to people from uh, the Zulu nation and other nations of Africa and it it comes from the wisdom that is in the DNA. And they're trying to hide that from us at this time. And they can't. So this is why they have done so much to exterminate particularly Native Americans and African Americans. Or yes. to keep us to keep them out of the the mainstream of the society. Uh, by putting people in jail uh, at the drop of a hat. Yeah, it's to change the gene pool yeah. systematically to get rid of people of color because it's like Buffy St. Marie sings in the song, The Power's in the Blood. They yeah. don't want us to remember that. That is their ultimate demise, excuse my expression. Yeah, and I want to make it very clear, everybody, that the Vatican's at the top of this dark story. This has been going on, like I said, since the you know, Tigris and Euphrates story, the cradle of civilization, the city of Babylon, and it's been um, yeah. all the way up till now. And we got to really realize, we got to read the books again where when rocks cry out. Yeah. Because the cradle of civilization goes even farther back, and that's in South America. Yes. When, when rocks cry out, who wrote that one? Horace Butler. All right. Yeah, Horace? That is, we yes. read that book a couple of times. Horace. A little bit at a time. Way, way, many years, many, many, many years ago uh, to everybody. But that's 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 something that's a keeper. In other words, what he did is he took uh, the biblical text that the Vatican twisted and turned inside out and upside down for the dark side of the force. And he went and he went to the land, archaeological land places and studied the native indigenous people's teachings about it. And then he wrote that book. 
that book is a classic. Wow. Asking that author's name, and we read that again. Um, So who, what group created the white race in the lab? Was that the Elohim, or who was that? That That was was the Elohim, the Anunnaki, the fallen angels. Yep. They created the white race as slave labor. Oh, interesting. And then what was the trajectory from there that they the, they became this these Eurocentric colonizers and uh, controllers of the world economy? Yes, they were controllers, controllers as opposed to teachers, philosophers, you know, wisdom keepers like the indigenous elders. But I mean, how did white how how did the white power structure come around if the whites were created to be servants? Um, oh well, the 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 elite whites did that to the the whites that they wanted to keep just as poor, maybe a little bit richer than the blacks. You know, just a little bit. So the pecking order would go: the elite whites uh, controlling the the middle class whites, you might say, and you know, not uh, really caring about that at all, uh, but giving them a little better status than the poor poor black people. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Pecking. And then that drifted over into um, into Europe, which eventually created the the Caucasian and the the Ashkenazi. Yeah. Well, actually, the Caucasian, the origin of the Caucasian is in the uh, Caucasus right. Mountains. That's where the word Caucasian comes from. The Caucasus. Right. right. That, that's the seat of all ethnicities. Oh, wow. Uh, Caucasus Mountains in southern <laughs> Russia and northern Kurdistan. That is really an interesting story. And we used to read stuff that go way back thousands of years. We did a lot of stuff we used to do <laughs> many moons ago. And uh, we might as well pull them up and start doing some more of that. And there's there's all kinds of new stuff coming out, too. And we've all got it here in the in the records, Tara. Just to remind you. Yeah, you do. Well, maybe you can just. Uh, yeah, Penny's which got. File, whole- which file do you want? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. like, in our spare time, we'll meander through that, huh? <laughs> yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I'll see you on the bridge tonight. Mm. Oh yeah, good idea. <laughs> But so that the um, the star travel capability of the Elohim uh, that remained in place. It just went underground, but it remained with the power structure. Have they always had that? Yeah, they have. This has to do with the ancient discoveries that have been in Antarctica and other places around the planet where there is ET technology that goes back to the Elohim, the Anunnaki, and they're finding this stuff now. 
and they talk about it on Ancient Aliens and other shows, and it's coming to the light of day, and let's say it's got the global elite quite concerned, because mm. the, oh, interesting. the masses are waking up and realizing... They're waking up faster than they can keep the lid on this stuff. That's right. Yeah. That's why there's been they've been killing a lot of people that are exposing stuff lately. The fact that we have anti-gravity technology, as Mr. Kesh is teaching us about, and Dr. Greer and other folks, and it's been known since the time of Tesla, and uh, they don't want that out there. Yet it's coming out. Wow. Remember that the planet Earth now is ascending. So, um, when you go up in a rocket ship, it really messes with your body. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. What? And it's that's another thing. The uh, 13 families have known about star travel. Forever, and they have decided long ago to keep the lid on that, but they're having trouble. And, uh, you know, Dr. Stephen Greer isn't the only one that knows about this. And the way that Dr. Nassim Harameen teaches, boy, you wake up fast. I got a whole other one of him. Yeah, we're going to play another one of him. It's just going to keep flooding in. The, the uh, higher teachings are just coming in. Well, Rama, what what do your friends, your contacts, have to say about all this billionaire space wandering and um, ship building and um, space tourism and all that? Are they saying, well, this is a an, another addition to soft disclosure, or these people are kidding themselves, or what? <laughs> what do they say? Well, the I could say that what Elon Musk has created along with Mr. Amazon, Bezos, and uh, Richard Branson, these technologies are not based on the wisdom that Tesla spoke about. Mr. Cash speaks about, or um, what I have read in the Rig Vedas of the Upanishads, the Vimanas, there are forms of energy to lift oneself up out of this realm, and you don't need to do it with um, rocket propellant and you know, fossil fuels, that that is a fallacy. Yeah. And I know that, you know, when disclosure happens, full disclosure, JFK Sr. knows a lot about this and why they pushed him to continually talk about putting a man on the moon. Yet he also knew and Bobby Kennedy Sr. knew this as well as Marilyn Monroe about the ETs, and they were going to 
going to disclose this information and it would totally revolutionize the world and NASA wouldn't have been part of it yet the you know deep state and project um oh uh Majestic 12 and all those stories about Operation Paperclip uh, as, you know, the deep state didn't get a hold or as they were to be canceled out of the picture, you know, we would have this technology. And, I mean, they already, the Nazis created it back in... <clears throat> the Second World War, when Maria Orsak and a few other beings channeled, or let's say, got in touch with so some folks from uh, Aldebaran and Tau Ceti and the Nazi top global elite, um, Heinrich Himmler and the other characters that, you know, were around Hitler actually downloaded blueprints of the Vimanas and built them. And, of course, you know, our black ops, the deep state, took that stuff after World War II. This is a whole other piece of the story of Admiral Byrd and, I mean, he went in to the inner earth. He met the beings of Agartha and Shavala. And when he came back, they called him crazy and locked him up. And all of this stuff will come out. We never needed to create what we got now, these giant dildos, excuse my language, that go up into space. That is not how you go to space. I passed the talking stick. Well, yeah, I mean, it's hard not to call it that. Stephen no. is having fun with that. Yes. It has to do with the men who have been emasculated by the dark side, and they don't work with their power, and they extend that power into weapons of mass destruction called automatic weapons, guns. Yeah, There's, that's that's using the taillight for everything and forgetting that there yeah. is a headlight. Not yeah. to mention the heart light. Yeah, they forgot about the heart light. And yeah. so I passed the stick. Well, alrighty. <laughs> I probably want to give Rama a break there. Um, I don't know if Anayak has or Penny have any questions, but. Uh, uh, yes, sorry. I have a comment. Yes, if I may. Uh, that was what was behind um, the addition of fluoride to products is calcifying the pineal gland, yeah. which again prevented us from accessing the DMT. That's right. Which uh, again, it's it's almost like our God gene, our God chemical that we have, and knowing that we are gods, all of us are gods. And we have, you know, many cases uh, that pineal gland has been calcified. 
So there are ways that you can decalcify that, as well as I wanted to mention that our uh, brother Randy is now with us. So when it's appropriate, folks, I'm sure uh, it'd be lovely to hear from him. Well, well, Benayak, before you leave that topic, do you have a little bit of something you can share for people to do something about decalcifying that brain? Uh, not at this time. I, I don't recall the information that I, okay. that I have read about decalcifying. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll see if I can dig it up and add it to the report. Give it to Caroline or Penny. Oh, that's wonderful. Great, 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 great. All uh, right. Uh, Tara, I just wanted to say, too, that I just read recently that uh, fluoride, uh, the addition of fluoride to water is being considered for, I don't know whether it's Great Britain, another country. Mm. Anyway, it isn't, it isn't here in North America, or maybe it's in the United States. But I've just heard that, if somebody can verify that. Uh, fluoride is a, is a chemical. Yeah, but where, uh, that's very toxic. Happen? Yes. And it's a, it was a way for them to dispose of the chemical, so they put yes. it in the drinking water. Yes, and then and then there was a huge thing to get it out of the drinking water and out of the toothpaste and so on. But somebody somebody just recently there was a report that as I said, I'm not sure if it was Great Britain or England or where in the heck, but um, they're talking about reintroducing it. Mm. And and, and uh, people like in the Children's Health Defense and other places have worked so hard to get it out of uh, away from folks. And now there's somebody in the powers that be is trying to reintroduce it. And I, I hope I can find that again. Well, uh, it was used in the uh, concentration camps to in World War Two to keep people very sort of docile and non-resistant. Um, in addition to dulling the uh, pineal gland, um, but they already had it in the UK. I remember Margaret Thatcher brought it in. I think in the it was in the 80s and saying in Northern Ireland and saying, oh, it'll it'll keep children's teeth free of cavities. It actually creates cavities in teeth. Yeah. Um, oh, you mean like vaccines? <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> to dull the responses of 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 the people of Northern Ireland and to sort of just you know. Um, nullify their individuality and their voice because they were becoming uh, too inconvenient. Anyway, go ahead. Well, that's the same thing that they're doing in both cases. They are desperate to get rid of us any way they can uh, because they know that the people that people are waking up and uh, they just, they have no use for us anymore. Like Kissinger said, useless eaters don't deserve to live, you know. Yeah. And this darkness is being dispelled with light. And so as, you know, it's only taking a small group of us to actually embrace this light and maintain it and change our lifestyles in every shape or form. That's another Blaze thing. Blaze the fire. Blaze the violet fire. Maybe we should let uh, our Captain Randy jump in here for a minute. <laughs> I pass the talking stick to you, brother. I'll take that stalking tick stick. I'm going to pound the table and wake everybody else up. Because oh, to understand 
the pineal gland is you've been talking about DMT and the fact that we produce it when we sleep. Well, when you get into the actual building blocks of the human body and how it is built, we got to understand Mr. Kohan, carbon, oxygen, hydrogen, and nitrogen. But before those universal energies can come into the physical world, we need the amino acids. And if it wasn't for the amino acids, the human body could not and will not function properly. They knew by the early 30s that certain amino acids, if they took them out of the human food chain, the humans become diseased, out of balance. This is where the big pharma did all, what we call big pharma, did all the research. And the research they started was, believe it or not, in the late 1800s, the tobacco companies were already working on a tobacco plant that when the black population picked the plant, they would pick up some kind of a gene or a protein or something that only would affect their thinking, to dull their thinking down so the slaves wouldn't rise up. That was sponsored by the U.S. government. There are, I remember 25, 30 years ago, I had all the papers and all the research stuff, but you can't keep everything. But that information has to be in some database out there somewhere. So this is why, when you understand the amino acid chain in humans, it, that's why it's so important to eat live food, to make sure that your water is the best water that you can get. And believe me, these guys are pulling out every single trick in the book to poison the water, the air, the food, the medicine. And then they bring about their great one, their great mind, new mind control, MK Ultra experiment called COVID-19. And realize that they're losing. They know it. So this is why they're they're pushing all these things. Vaccinate this, vaccinate that, vaccinate, go into the jungle, vaccinate all the indigenous. Because why? Because the indigenous people hold the key to the power of thought and using their light to manipulate nature, which we are. We are nature. We don't have to get back to nature. What a crocker, you know what? We are nature. We always have been nature. Getting back to nature means getting back to yourself. Understanding you are the power. You've always had the power. But they shut off the DNA, RNA sequence in your specifics of your code so you couldn't access your soul. That's why they started the vaccination programs. That's why they started the food programs, the dairy programs, the food programs in the schools. Now, because of the 
technological age that we have and that they can read every single frequency your body operates on with a PET scan, a CAT scan, this scan, that scan, everything else. They have all the data necessary now. They can literally pick out the children in school by the time they're in grade one, two, or three, they know the smart ones. Then that's where they've instituted that the school nurse has enough power over the parent to give the child ADHD drugs, Retlin, Prozac, whatever they have. But what's also happening is the people are waking up and they're pulling their children out of the school. They're starting to ask questions. This is what they never planned for. They never planned for us waking up and saying, oh, wait a minute. It's my body, not yours. The nurses are waking up. The doctors are waking up to, hey, wait a minute. No, no, no. What you're saying on the on the news and in the papers is all wrong. We are seeing the effects of these certain things they're putting, asking us and telling us that we need in our bodies. When it's, in fact, we don't need any of that stuff. We were born with an immune system. We got that immune system from mother's milk. Mother's milk contains every single amino acid, every single component necessary for your body to build a virus bacterial database that as you age and get older, it can recognize what's coming into your auric field, your six-foot auric field. Stay back, six feet, social distance. So it can build a database to fight things off. Unfortunately, all these kids these days have had so many things, they don't have a database immune system. Those of us that played outside and ate dirt and did all these other things, we have an immune system because our bodies built that. And we're seeing and we're not going to see it. We are seeing it already, but they're keeping quiet. So all over the world, nurses and doctors are standing up for their rights. There are videos all over the place, not on YouTube, not on other things, of the nurses filming and doctors filming them getting escorted out of the hospitals because they wouldn't apply certain techniques and they didn't take the jab. And they're speaking out for the truth that they hold. And especially in Australia especially in many different countries, people are waking up. We don't want this. It's our God-given right to have freedom. And our freedoms are slowly being taken away from us. And the idea is don't stand in protest. No. Let's do the, let's be the submarine captains and run silent and run deep and hurt them where it really hurts them. Money. Don't go buy from Amazon and Walmart. No, go buy from the local shops. Support the local shops. Buy locally. Because that's the people you should really be supporting. And they know that what they want. They want, they want to control everything that you do, everything that you buy. Smarten up, folks, and realize you don't need 5,000 pairs of shoes and 150 dresses. Because you can only wear one pair of shoes and one dress. I found out when I moved back to Canada from living overseas for many years. Hmm. I have three suitcases. What do I really need? 
Well, I only need a couple changes of clothes because all the clothes I had in Thailand won't work in Canada because they're too thin. So I'll give them away. And you know, sometimes you have to take a look at the homeless. And some of them have said, I'm happy. I have no I have no worries. Yeah, I can get food and all these other things. But there was an interview done a few months ago of a homeless guy who's extremely smart. And the person said, well, why did you become homeless? He said, I was tired of the rat race. I'm a lawyer. He All these things, he's very educated. But he said, you know what? I was tired of the rat race. Here, I get to interact with real people. We share real things. And I then I found out that what bought me happiness wasn't my mansion, wasn't my office, wasn't my fancy cars. No, none of that. What really Andy, makes me happy. Yeah. With all due respect, we have a caller on line two. Okay. We'll back to you. Thank you. Absolutely. Take the caller. Okay. Thank you, Randy. And you can chime in again. Uh, Bill from California, who now lives in Arizona, you're on line two. Yeah. You were all talking about the problems with calcium and how calcium, what happens is calcium is taken from the bones and calcium does belong into our flesh or our organs or our other parts of our body. Because there's uh, no, uh, our environment, and there's very little pure magnesium in our environment that's any good. And uh, use those decal boron and the pure mag together, it puts the calcium in the bones where it belongs. And voila, you got uh, better health. Don yes. Austin talks a lot about it. He can tell you all about what it does for your body. In fact, all the products that he does, he does these webinars every week. And the, one of the parts of it, he talks about what all the products do, the six main products do, what they do for our bodies. So that would be a good idea to see what Shop Remarks got. <laughs> so, Bill, you were a little bit breaking up while you were speaking. I'm not sure what's going on there. Um, I think I understood that you combined the decal boron with the pure magnesium. Those are two products from Freemark. Yes, they and, work together. And they, they put the <clears throat> calcium... Um, inside the bone structure instead of where is it? If you're not using those products, where does it go? So the calcium goes into your uh, fleshy parts of your body, and it also gets into your arteries and all the other things, too. Oh. <clears throat> not so cool. No. And... uh so he also says, too, you take the pure mag 
and you people take that dear man, your body needs it, especially your heart, because uh, you're going to get a heart attack if you don't have it. Yes. And uh, John Austin said if uh, the emergency crews had uh, tear mag, they'd probably save a lot of people with heart attacks. And that problem with that is that the medical profession won't allow it, right? Yeah, well. This is, this is why this needs to go. The whole old system is bent yeah. on causing harm and death to the people. And yeah. it's just, we're not salvaging anything. The whole thing goes away. Yeah. And the, the only thing I can think of right now to say is, uh, We'll do some pulling. Send those pieces to us, and we'll play them again on our show tomorrow and Saturday. Bill. Well, all you can, do, all you have to do is go on to the uh, Shaw Premart website, and they have their uh, uh, webinar thing that tells you all of the stuff. Okay, give everybody the address. Okay, would you do that, Bill? Okay, uh, shopfreemark.com. <laughs> that's good. And that's your uh, uh, referral number. Pardon. And uh, then you go to uh, get on the free mark, you got to. Uh, join it, join it for free. So, so you're breaking up. Bill. Uh, also, it, it it also tells you about products can do for everybody. I'm sorry, but that was hard to hear. It also tells you. Mm -hmm. I don't know why you're breaking up, but you are. Uh, what What did you say? The last you got all the information there that it can. You know, you can find out what it's going to help your body do. Yes. Shopfreemart.com forward slash Taram. T as in Tom, A-R-R-A-M. Thank you, Bill. There is, You're welcome. There is a wealth of information and knowledge that John Austin has, too. And, uh, yes. All right. Um, so, Vinayak and, and Bill and Randy. Um, Randy, you were on a roll there. You want to continue where you left off? Yeah, I rolled down to the bottom of the hill. Let me climb up a bit, and then I'll roll back down some more. <laughs> okay. And realize we're on a roller coaster right now. And that roller coaster is the cosmic energies that's coming in from the sun. It's coming in from the Schumann resonance has changed. We were at zero hertz the other day, not that many hours ago. We went through some kind of a time shift or something. I could feel it. Many people could feel it. Everybody's heads was being wonky. And this is what is happening. We as a collective, as the human race, 
on a spiritual level have said enough is enough. At a spiritual, energetic point, the universe is now responding and the earth is responding. But only a certain few are awake to understand what all this means. And of course, the powers that were are trying to control the internet and all the information. And what's really happening, they locked us all up. They tried to put us in our homes and keep us there. What happened was the older people actually started talking to their sons and daughters and their sons and daughters give them a real education about what's really going on and made the adults think for themselves. And that's a backfire. And that's continuing to this day. People are, the older people are saying, hey, we're not doing this. We're not taking this anymore. We're stand, they're finally standing up for their rights because they're realizing what kinds of freedoms that have been taken away. Let's look at the airline industry. Before you can go on an airplane now, you have to have that little thing shoved in your arm. Now the pilots are saying, no, no, we're not going to take that thing because we see the effects and we're not going to put our passengers at risk. So thousands and thousands and thousands of flights have been canceled because the pilots are not going to take the you-know-what. And they are standing up for themselves and their passengers, regardless of what the company says. So these companies are losing billions and billions of dollars per hour because everything is grounded. Then Mr. Cash comes along and says, well, that's okay, guys. I have a flight system unit here that runs on universal power, doesn't use any fossil fuels, doesn't do anything, will never crash into anything else. And it's here now. And right now, the Cash Foundation in Austria, the factory is being certified as a flight school, as a flight place to make things that will pass the FAA. We all know that's just a joke anyway. But it's all being certified to their standards. We know it's a million light years ahead of everything. So why not? Pool your money. You don't have to buy one because pretty soon we're going to have the, I feel we're going to have the cash airline industry. That's just going to put everything to shame. Uh, you want to go from point A to point B? You mentally think, I want to go tomorrow at 5 p.m. At, at 4.59, the unit lands in front of your house. You climb in, away you go, you come back and your health is all back. Because realize, folks, understand something. Go back and remember. Remember seeing babies. The babies were fed what? They were fed mother's milk. They were fed a liquid that contained everything that they needed to sustain life and promote growth. Well, if you breastfed for a year or two years or whatever, and then, well, you know, Mama gets tired. Mama can't produce anymore. And that's just part of nature. And we have to give the baby what they used to call baby food. And what did the baby do? <laughs> All the time. 
because the body said, what is this crap? This is not real food. So let's get it out of the body. So we literally conditioned the human body that came from a water environment. We lived on liquid to solids. And that's where the problem has begun in the demise of the immune system, the awareness system, and everything else. So that's why we're going back to a liquid-based diet. That's what the plasma water is all about. That's what the Keshe Foundation is about, about teaching about making the cups, is getting the fact that you are were designed to live on liquids. You simply have to retrain yourself to live on those liquids. When you go into the flight unit, you don't need a suit. There's no baggage. There's, there's no stewardesses. There's no trolleys with food. Because the unit itself can sense the exact energies of amino acids that your body needs to sustain you during the flight and it creates it and feeds it in perfect unison, which means you have no more waste product. Half the time our body is spent after we love our food. Yes, humans do love to eat. It's part of being human. But a lot of that energy is not wasted, but it's spent consuming and getting rid of the toxins that are in the food. Let's go back to what they called the old days when we didn't have superstores, when we had farmer's markets. And we went to the farmer's markets and we bought the food. We bought the food from the farmer because A, we might know him, and B, the farmers love to grow food. And our mothers, grandmothers loved to cook. It was that love energy that was in that food that sustained us, not so much as the food. So what are they doing now? Well, you can't have meat anymore because they're polluting the environment. We've got to have bug burgers. And all this other junk. No, folks, understand something. We, if we can retrain ourselves to get out of the negativity, and back into the positive mindset, we can create anything we need as food. We simply have to retrain ourselves, and it's going to be bloody hard. We all love, oh my God, Alfredo, <gasps> spaghetti with pesto sauce and cheese. Yeah, give me three plates of it. And why do we eat it? Because of the experience. Ramos already had the replicators of the hamburger because he loved the taste of the experience. So part of the hidden technologies that are going to come out is exactly that. We walk up to the machine, we tell it what we want, it makes it, we consume it. But because it's not toxins and it's only pure energy and we convert that into pure energy, there's going to be no waste. And we're going to gain our health back by eating. Hippocratic Oath. Hippocrates said, you are what you eat. You are what you think. Something like that. Can't remember exactly. But anyway, we are on the threshold of so many things coming out. We just have to recognize them. And they're not all going to come out at once. That's because it's information overload. 
just think of what you have in your hand. You have a cell phone. Go back 25 years. And all the devices that your cell phone can do, you'd have to have them in the back of a half-ton truck to load around. Now you carry it in your pocket. Never mind what's waiting in the wings. Because the cell phone that you presently hold is seven years old in technology. It takes that long for them to figure things out. So I'm going to pass the talking stick back to Taran Rama or whoever would like to talk. Because I think what we should do as the end of the show, let's do a one minute or two minute. Maybe you did this at the beginning. I don't know. It wasn't there. I was on another call. Let's all blaze the violet flame and create some DMT before we end the show. That way we're going to go out on a real high and then we'll just see what Penny the Scribe has for music. So realize you can create you can create the DMT yourself. You don't need to run down to the health food store like I used to do in the 80s and we'd had this guy that was making it and boxing it up. And we consume boxes and boxes of research that no, it's not good that makes it more. Probably can't can't do that anymore. What did he take it from? Plants. He always said you don't need to buy them if you use your brain. I pass the talking stick. Thank you very much, Randy. I was just going to say that um, uh, babies don't need any food at all uh, uh, until they're four. Uh, and, and, and the right amount of years to breastfeed is till they're four because that's when their immune system gets completely formed. It takes till four years old to completely form the immune system and they don't need any food. They just need the mother's milk and the colostrum in there. And uh, where on earth are they doing that? Where they are poor. And those babies grow up stronger and in better shape than in every place else on the planet. Uh, yeah, the Himalayas, up and way up in the Himalayas. Uh, and, uh, and the other things they eat are just berries and things that are around there. Uh, but that's another day, another story. And I wanted to read this one thing before we go. Sandra Walter did something wonderful. It's called November Intensity 1111 Eclipses and Effects of Expansion. So blessings, beloved. The anticipated acceleration of cosmic influences. Solar activity and intensification of energies is here. An intense November-December passage is upon us. Let us use this wisely. Solaris is active. Magnetics are fluctuating again. And other bodies, minds, and emotional fields are feeling the direction to expand. Expansion is aimed at the heart, the solar heart, nervous system, uh, DNA, and the crystalline light body during this particular passage. Hold it on while I turn the page. 
expansion energies manifest as anxiety, heart fluster, flutters, creative goal windows, exhaustion, vertigo or dizziness, deep bliss states, zero point activations, veil lifting, guidance, visitation and support is clear, direct and present. Choice points for full engagement with creativity and Aquarian dynamics. (coughs) Shifts in perception, acceleration of the divine truth. Clarity on what stays and what goes in our chosen reality. Rapid self-revelation, mystical style contact. Solar flash experiences. Transcendence activations, amplified, crystalline light body and heart center, sudden expansion sensations. We are being prepared for next level new, next level new, hydrate, solar intensity is increasing. This is a perfect moment to cleanse, to clear, to detoxify, and be in prime condition to receive and facilitate these waves of cosmic plasma before the eclipses begin. November and December prepare Solaris, Gaia, and the collective for a powerful 2022. Personally, I am excited for the for the for the consistent shifts and amplified cosmic energies of next year. Let us focus on the new energies, the now energies, which reveal how this will unfold for our ascension. November second through the ninth, stargates open and active. Solar geomagnetic Schumann Schumann spikes. Thursday, November 11th, the 1111 gateway. 11 a.m. unity wave. Unified global focus on amplifying peace, unity, and new earth now. Gather at when and where we can. Meditate for 30 minutes. In our own 11 a.m., 11.30 a.m. timeline, time zone. Infuse these realms with the highest frequency of divine love light. Live group meditation, live group meditation in Sedona at Yavapi Overlook. Y-A-V-A-P-I, Yavapi Overlook. November 2nd, 17th, excuse me, through the 21st, eclipse gateways open. Friday, November 19th, lunar eclipse, 2 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Saturday, November 27th, mid-eclipse activation webinar. Our last webinar of the year focused on preparing for 2022 and higher guidance for the intensification. December is another consistent month of cosmic activity. 
Stargates will be active all month long. Saturday, December 4th, solar eclipse, 12.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Sunday, December 12th, that's our 31st anniversary. Yes, it is. Uh, uh, It goes into the 13th, too. Uh, We did something on both days. Uh, Sunday, December 12th, the 1212 Gateway. Sunday, Unity Meditations, Global Ceremony. Tuesday, December 21st, Solstice at 7.58 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Zero Point Energy's Shifting Realities. Influxes are encoded with source frequency. The pure photonic particles which shake apart density, distortion, and duality. Magnetic fields fluctuate, ending the illusion of separation. This photonic bombardment demands divine order, proper use of life force. It is a chaotic yet powerful acceleration. The collective is rapidly learning the power of unity powerful conversations, revelations, and realizations are happening. Remember, this is what we are here for, to facilitate the new earth transformation. Show the way of divine neutrality, peace, and unity, consciousness to love, not to judge. Remember, The sleight of hand occurring during this phase. Collective experiences look like one thing. Then the narrative flips. Stay focused on expansion and responsible creation. These frequencies read our divine DNA like a quantum archive. This wisdom knows what our highest trajectory and heart choices are. Revelation of this higher path requires change during this passage. Dismantling of the old can get intense. Have faith. Stay centered on co-creating the new. What we, in a phase of consistent waves, we are, excuse me, in a phase of consistent waves, solar flashes and stargate flows, to support and experience. Be sure to unplug from the scramble of narratives. Often, it literally interferes with our coherence, which affects our DNA's ability to do something new, which affects our external reality. Focus on the freedom codes. Put our hands on the ground connect with Gaia and say the word freedom as we radiate love light to all of creation. We're almost done. Uh, Sunday Unity Meditations clocks go back to the USA. So we back up the clock. This Sunday, go back. I thought that we're going to quit doing this. 
I think we, because it really upsets the apple cart in my say. But anyway, clocks go back an hour in the USA on Sunday, November 7th. Our meditations are anchored in Mount Shasta, the Pacific time zone. So our global synchronization times will shift. Adjust at, whoops, there's something to look at there. Adjust as needed. Use Sunday, November 7th, 5 a.m., 8 a.m., or 11 a.m., and Los Angeles Pacific Standard Time to calculate and convert to our time zone. The Stargate Crystals course. Oh, this is just more her stuff. Okay, I'm going to just say, what did, is there anything? Hmm. Okay, so I'm going to just say, anybody, I just think Caroline, or maybe the collective wants one last word. Is that so, Caroline? Okay, um, absolutely. Let me just ask them if they would like to impart something. Um, Okay, so what they're sharing is that um, the old power structure is really falling apart, um, toppling from the top down, and it hasn't really yet fully trickled down to the middle and lower levels. So it it appears that everything is as it was that we're still taking orders from people who have destruction in mind. But they're saying, but you're not. And that the galactics and the angelic interventions are becoming more empowered because we're calling them in. And because our consciousness is raising to the point where that's not them being too intrusive and launching a rescue uh, scheme. They're simply working with us, and we're working much more actively, apparently, in the etheric, in our sleep state. We're uh, aiding them on all levels and dismantling the old dark grid. Um, so um, be of good cheer, they're saying. Things are moving forward. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> in the meantime, it can be very yeah. intense to, you know, uh, stay focused on the high heart yes. and, and um, a real quick, a last little quick thing here. I was going to say, uh, uh, Tanya says once a year, the sun comes into position directly opposite Uranus in 2021. That moment is exact on both this day, November 4th and tomorrow, November 5th. In fact, it happens during the Scorpio new moon later today, meaning today. In One of the important codes of this opposition is revealed through the number 12. Uranus takes 84 years to travel around the sun. 84 adds up to 12. Uranus is in opposition to the sun and the moon at 12 degrees. With 12, the simple message is liberation from victimization. Wow. Discover the secrets of this special star code. So check Tanya Gabrielle. I love everyone. Thank you, everyone here. Love you. Thank you. And I know that we will culminate this with Musica, our music man. Uh, 
Don, are you there? Music maestro, we're ready. Thank you so much to our audience and much love and many blessings to everyone. Namaste. Namaste. Commander Don, are you there? We're supposed to hum something while we're waiting. <laughs> hi ho, hi ho. <laughs> Commander Don. We need the music. It's time for the aloha time of music. Go call him, Rama. Go call him. Go call him. Click. Go call him. On the phone. Oh, there he goes. There he goes. Right. Thank you, Don. Thank you, Don. Night, night. Night, night, everyone. <laughs>